I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Dirt on Flowers, TGIF. TGIF. <laughs> Man, we're cranking. End of week. August. Well, it's September, right? It's now I September know. when this yeah. comes out. Yeah. September's yeah. the best. It I is. September's. September. Oh, perfect. It, it is. Dahlias. Long sleeves. Dahlias. Yeah, I know. I just, I literally hate my zinnias when my dahlias come. I don't yeah. touch them. I don't even look at them. I'm like... I now hate you. <laughs> Done. But for me, it's yeah. like the vibes with the fall weather and the long and the harvesting and the long sleeve shirts. I'm definitely about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I it. feel like we've been harvesting in like in long sleeves mm-hmm. for quite a bit this year. It's mm-hmm. been weird. I know. It's been weird know. weather in general. I know. But I'm ready. I uh, we got my big event coming up. This weekend, actually, it's going to hit this weekend when this comes out. I've got a few staffing woes, which you know about. (laughs) And I said before this podcast started, I said, I am either a seasoned pro because I'm so chill or I'm about to snap. (laughs) And I don't know which it is. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. You know what? I think it's seasoned pro. Yeah, I do too. We weather the storms easier these days. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Which is good. I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I I shared where I like pulled a little bit off my schedule for like the end of the season. I'm doing some yes. traveling with some speaking stuff at the end of the season. I thought I don't want to be completely burnt out before yeah. I'm traveling. So I do. I feel a little more energized. I don't know. Maybe it's the mm-hmm. cool weather. I've already had a yeah. pumpkin spice latte. Have so. you? I haven't had mine yet. One I of did. our employees like had – I mean the world we live in, but DoorDash, Starbucks – pumpkin spice latte really? like to the barn and i'm like oh <laughs> okay here it is how much did that latte i become? don't know <laughs> i know i don't know but i don't think we have doordash i don't think we what? have doordash yeah shan oh I-, I couldn't you gotta come down do the river do you doordash <laughs> things yes oh every friday Every Friday you, for the um, like oh you know we buy lunch on Fridays for the staff we it's pretty much DoorDash every time. Shh, don't don't, don't let my employees <laughs> listen to this podcast. Every Friday, you're yeah. a better boss. No, okay, well, keep going. You DoorDash it though. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, I'm semi rural. Like I'm very close to Target. All of the things that I hold very dear to my heart: <laughs> Target, restaurants. Just normal civilization. <laughs> I could I'm not two do hours. it out no. six. I'm an, I'm an hour and a half from a Target. Mm-hmm. Hour I and a half. Couldn't, I could not survive. I really couldn't. I probably I have do. more money so, in my personal checking account than you true. do. Because <laughs> that's probably true. You're an hour and a half from a Target? Yeah. <laughs> that life is not meant for me. <laughs> no. And I have not been inside of a Walmart, I don't think, since before COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I just don't do it. Yeah. So where do you okay. shop? Well, you buy your shirt <laughs> question. at the grocery store. <laughs> D- Dollar General is pretty no, close to no, me. No. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> I do. I get 
grocery, like I'll do pickup with groceries or Kroger's. Okay. 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 There's that. But I do Amazon things. Yeah. So people really liked the Jeff Bezos thing. Is that how Bezos? Is that right? (laughs) I know, but listen, the funnier part Sean thinks is that I thought Elon Musk was a cologne and he's like, why is nobody talking about that? (laughs) Well, it has the word Musk in it. I get it. I know. Thank you. Well, who calls it Musk anymore anyways? That's like a weird word. I don't know. Well, I'm 10 years behind everybody else. So, (laughs) But I told you I have things to talk about. And it's funny we're talking about where we're from. So if you guys have been listening to us since the beginning, which we're getting close to 70 episodes Mm -hmm. now. But if you go clear to the beginning, I talk about my dream to be in a derby. In a demolition yes. derby. Okay. So I, but I went to one on Saturday. I was at yeah. a fair and okay. um, I went to the derby and it sort of like re energized or re like oh, lit the really? spark. Yes. Uh-huh, sure. So it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. With you. Is it, I can't wait. So I, I went and I felt like when I was sitting in the stands that it was just, I was doing like R&D, like research and development for yes. my car. So I'm thinking yes. next year is going to be okay. the year I'm going to have a demolition yeah. derby car. Oh, cool. Yeah. So do, are you going to drive it? In yes. The- oh, yes. But here's why. Listen, here's what I like <laughs> about it is somebody said it's legalized road rage. Yeah, I get that. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. So yes, basically all these cars do is you pay to have a car and then Mm. you just beat it up and whoever – I know it's the most redneck thing ever. Yeah, whoever just ends wins. Yeah, And then they get out. There's no windshield, like all the glasses out of the car and they get up on the hood and then they're just like, you know, this pumping, just super excited. I will be there to cheer you on. I will even throw in some money to sponsor your car. (laughs) Oh, what, do you want a side panel? Because I think I'm going to yes. start <laughs> start piecing this thing together. Yeah, I'm going to wild root on top, but I'm thinking like yeah. what color paint scheme. I know. Yeah, I'll just donate some money to the cause. Then obviously I'll be there to support. Thank you. I, I already it. had shirts made. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be, be Labor Day weekend. Demolition Derby. Oh my gosh. I know. I am very excited to get you there. So that was one update. Yes. Okay. Very important one. Um, and then I talked to Jerome. So yes. for an update from the bald date from the Netherlands world. So he said they they keep getting updates every um, Monday, I believe is what mm-hmm. he was saying. And that they definitely have some big holes. And he said, I don't know specifics yet, but he said, you know, essentially stay tuned. They're working on uh, having qualified substitutes for those. But he said there are quite a few varieties where they have some big holes. But he said, you know, not to panic. It basically was everything that he had sort of already Mm -hmm. told us. And they're going to start rolling those adjustments out. But he says as of right now, they're able to fill the orders, you know. So then I I believe that's probably going to be across – I would – I can't speak for all companies, yeah. but I would assume it was going to be a very similar experience. Yeah. When we had our growers tour, tour Ball was here and mm-hmm. they're rep from Ball. So I kind of asked her and she had reported kind of the same, a lot of the same stuff, but that they think that they'll be able to fill orders. They'll just be with much smaller bulbs. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So they don't think that the bulb size is going to be as large as it typically is. That's just what she had said. And I said, hey, does that make any difference with the tulip really? And she said, no. 
Whether hmm. that's right or not, that's just what that they had told me. And they, she had said that, I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, I forget how they measure them. It's like centimeters or mm-hmm. I, I forget what the measure is. Yeah, like 14, is. 16. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yeah. She said it would just be like one step lower as far as bulk size on on mo- in most cases okay. if there was going to be. So I'm like, okay. I'm just rolling with it. Again, we're weathering the storms. Whatever I get, I'm going to do my best with. And that's what it is. Yeah. yeah when I got off the phone with him, he's like, mm-hmm. well – I said I had an update, but I guess that wasn't really an update. You know, he just he just said, we know there is there is loss. You know, he was yeah. just basically confirming it, but it was it yeah. was cute. So Aww. I'm sure we'll keep trickling more out on that as it yeah. kind of – as we hear more and share more. So, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Anything – you got anything on your end? No, Any I news? Mean, really, no. We're really just – we're cranking away. We're yeah. just doing – actually, I'm like today I was thinking – Okay, because you know Acme is like our—that's our grocery store account—is like our the big push in our beginning of the week. And I'm like, really? I probably only have four or five more weeks of this, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I mean, that's yeah. wonderful. I mean, not that I'm like can see the end and I can like see my couch with my pug and my fire. Yeah. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I feel like it's like kind of sad in some ways. I'm like. It's going fast, but that's good and everything's going good. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy, but I'm yeah. definitely ready for the change of the seasons. And I just love all the excitement around Dahlia's. So it's a lot of fun. That's yeah. what makes September so fun. Yeah. Yeah. September's great. I actually yeah. feel a little energized about next season already, which yeah. is a weird place to be, but I, <laughs> I, I know I'm that's in good. a weird delirium right now, but <laughs> I, I have noticed a lot of areas of waste and where we're going to scale back and make some changes and things that I think are is going to make stuff a lot easier for next year. And so I that's why I feel excited about yeah. some of those things that we're making changes to and I will share more as you know as we unroll that stuff, but just that's what I love so much about business is just oh figuring gosh. it out. Like the business side is just lights me up. You know, mm-hmm. as much as I love growing flowers and what we do, it's just like mm-hmm. trying to dial that in and figure out what makes sense for yeah. the business and getting there. And I think that kind of ties into what we're talking about today. We're talking about, you know, six figures is something that just gets thrown around in this industry so much. And we even say it in our intro, you know, Mm -hmm. we've talked about, we're probably going to be refreshing some things, but including the intro, but it's, it's just a number, right? Your number, you could take whatever we're talking about today, which is creating a roadmap to a hundred thousand. It could be to 50,000, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about in the insiders and we break down for you. I mean, I guess part of part of what we're talking about today is making sure that if I want you to sit down, I really want you to like listen to us today a little bit. We're going to have a download that will really assist this episode too. So after this, you can go grab that. But it's like, I want you to know that A, we've all been there where our head is in the sand and we're just operating like from the gut, you know, just like just trying to get the stuff done and you're like very task oriented. So part of what creating a roadmap is, is like setting that intention and those goals for the future. And so I think that if you do are finding yourself shooting from the hip every week, that should feel frustrating to you. And that's a really good sign that you really need a plan. And really, that's what this roadmap is. It's all about having a plan, knowing what the next steps are. And if we don't know where we're going, then how will we know the right steps to get there? And for me, I really did feel like a very clear 
a clearer vision in my business when I started doing these things. And moving out of the grower role and into the business owner role is so important in what we do. And this, I, I tell people like, hey, like, I mean, the business side, in my opinion, is about 75% importance. And like mm-hmm. 25% is the growing side. Because the truth is, anybody can come along and grow flowers. I'm not like... We're not like some, you have a lot more training than me, but I'm not like some super genius who came along and did this, but I did look at it as a business and I learned, made mistakes, figured it out, pivoted, changed what I was doing, kept evolving, listening. You know, those are all the important pieces. And if we don't do that, if we're just so stuck in the growing piece, which is important, but I feel like a lot of times when I am talking to new growers, I feel like that's the missing piece. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, what do I grow next? I'm like, well, what are you growing now that's making you money? You know, so it's always like more yeah. more. And I think both of us, like, it's easy to fall into that trap of like, what do I add more? What do I add more? But really, I think if we took some time to really define what we needed and wanted and create that roadmap for ourselves, we would have such a clearer vision. Just, just, it, it would be so much easier for everybody. So I just, I was at the farmer's market this weekend and I just mm-hmm. had that same, like a similar conversation with a bit local business owner. And so I think you're right about it being a farming issue, but it's also people with just owning businesses. Yes. And yes. it's like, we think we have to do more. And the reality is that businesses and farms will eat money. Like mm-hmm. they just will oh, gobble yeah. up from expenses. And so having a roadmap on get a plan, you know, roadmap, a plan to keep you focused and keep you straight on where you want to end up is like super crucial. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we got into this business because we love flowers and, but the reality is spend a lot of time on the business side. Yes. And and I like love talking to other entrepreneurs too, because it's like, we all have like these sparks, like we're generally passionate people you know, which is awesome. And I love that. So I'm always like, I'm always energized by talking to other entrepreneurs. So we all have the passion piece Mm -hmm. and that's what we, that's why we get into it. But I really do truly believe that the business side is what's going to keep you going and profitable to keep the things, all the things that we love doing to keep it going is so important. So it's really looking at that and just making sure that we have a plan to get where we need to go to do the things that we need to do and in return, make the impact that we want to have because we farm for lots of different reasons. And some of it is because of the really awesome impact we get to have on other people. So we can't do that without this step, which is so important. Yep. Okay. So before you even, you know, start to make your roadmap or kind of, you know, look at making a plan for a sales goal, you really need to get a few things, in my opinion, into place first to kind of know where you stand. So it's easy. You can't really go into it and say like, I want to make a hundred, you know, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars if you don't really even know where you are. So, and, and if, if you're just starting out and you don't have anything in place, that's totally fine. But start with getting an accounting soft, software. Shannon and I both use QuickBooks. You yeah. can use any, any accounting software you want. QuickBooks is great for, I think, long-term goal planning, right? So like now that we've been in business for seven years, we can go back and we, we've been using QuickBooks since the beginning. Well, since year two, I think. And you can we can see all these records and reports and you can compare from year to year and it's very helpful. So if you don't feel like you're ready for an accounting software, you can just use simple 
you know, a, a simple spreadsheet like Google Sheets or Excel where you can just track very basic expenses and then revenue, which is like money coming in the door. So that's, it's a very mm-hmm. basic place to start, but that would be the first thing I would suggest that, you know, before you even get going with this. And the other would be um, getting yourself into a weekly accounting time block that just forces you to reconcile and have up-to-date information. I know it's something that Shannon and I both do, that we have a weekly habit where we sit down, we look at our books, we are looking at, um, we also do financial budgets at the beginning of the year, her and I both do for expenses. But this like this helps you to look at you know who owes you money you know mm-hmm. what what's coming in in from the bank with deposits making deposits getting receipts out to you know for us we are sending we send receipts to florists for their florist orders and you know all those things so that just gets in a really good financial habit and then it helps you to just always sort of know where you are and mm-hmm. it reduces anxiety when you're I think oh just you're yes. not flying blind with this you know there's nothing mm-hmm. that's going to sneak up I know how much my payroll is you know give or take on a given month I can look and see that September is traditionally really high for us and you know I can plan for that and and move money around and pay taxes so just those would be a couple things just to start to make sure that you've got this uh you know, to get a plan in place that you've got a really solid foundation. Yeah. And really, I mean, I I think I remember, I mean, I've had conversations with you, Lindsay, this was like two, three years ago where I'm literally like in January trying to Mm -hmm. reconcile my entire year of financials. And it's like, once you experience that, you will never (laughs) want to go back. It is so nice having that weekly touch base and if we're talking about like pivotal moments that have kind of like transformed our businesses and stuff, like I would say like when I really got a handle on that and I made sure that I was really looking and understanding my financials, it changed my business. Okay. It changed me as a business owner, all mm-hmm. of it. So I, it's the easiest thing to put off, but it's the most important thing to have. So really just getting into those habits and it will be easy if you are doing it weekly. It really will. And you'll get into the habit of doing it. It'll be no problem at all. It's when it feels hard and overwhelming is when we're doing it all at once. And you can't remember Um, either. I mean, honestly, how many times do you sit down within a week? I'm like, who's this check what from? was that for? <laughs> that for? You know, it was like, it was a week ago, you know? So it's like, imagine yeah. trying to do this and find errors and it, you know, I yes. just, um, I actually just noticed that when I was reconciling on Monday that my bank is charging me to deposit cash now. I'm like, oh, my, my old bank used yeah. to do that. I know. So I'm like, cash handling oh fee. I was just like on there, like sending mm-hmm. in the email, like, what? Why is there? So I, <laughs> But because it wasn't, you know, I now can have a conversation with my bank and I'm getting moved into a different bank account, into a different account to that allows yes. me to have the flexibility to deposit cash. And, you know, but if I hadn't done that, I'd be getting, you know, dinged kind of month to month and just, mm-hmm. you know, not having your head in the sand with it is is super important. So, yeah. 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 And like, I, I honestly, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, <laughs> feeling bad about yourself, like, I really want to give you the biggest hug because we, I, we have all been there, but you kind of have to feel that in order to make it as a priority, which is so important. So I really, I really, really mean this, that you have to do this and it is not beyond your skill set. Okay. You can do it. It's easy. Yes. Right. It, no, listen, 
I got an, I got a tutor for accounting when I went to Ohio state. Okay. I, yes. I went to Ohio state. It was the only class when I graduated from there that I did not take at Ohio state. I took it Columbus state. I'm like, screw this oh. class. I tri- because I was not getting a good grade. So I dropped it at Ohio state. So it wouldn't affect my GPA. And I took it at Columbus state. And then I still had to get a tutor. It did not make sense to me. The accounting, the way it was explained to me did not make sense. Yeah. Now I am a very hands-on learner. So I needed to Mm -hmm. see it very, you know, practically used. I needed real world examples for myself that made sense. And it is once you get it down, it is easy. I promise you. I promise you if I can do this. Yeah. If you would have told me that I would have actually liked accounting now back (laughs) in 2000 when I was at Ohio State taking Uh this this class, I would not have believed you. But now it it feels empowering to understand it. Mm -hmm. And exactly. There's so much information out there that can help you. I mean, we've got a couple of great episodes on, you know, accounting with, you know, Ashley with Ashley Ford with Pretty Penny. She talks Mm -hmm. about that stuff too. And yeah. Now I like to understand it and learn about it. But yeah, I'm I'm right mm-hmm. there with you. Don't don't be beating yourself yeah. up. Feed as my mom says, Ugh. feed yourself a love sandwich and just get back at it. Try again. A hundred percent. You gotta keep you gotta keep trying. Yep. That that's number one. So I know today we're talking about the roadmap to a hundred K. So you can change this number to whatever you want, but I I, want, I put this little note in here because I'm like, okay, I want them to not feel, I really want them to feel that not only is 100K in your business possible, but you can't, if that's something you want for your farm and for your life, you can set goals higher than that and reach them. It is not unreachable. I know everyone's like, oh, six figures, 100K. I know Lindsay mentioned that you know, earlier. It's like this big thing. If you take the time and listen, listen to this episode, download the roadmap template we're going to give you and just start playing with your numbers. I think you will be surprised about how easy you can get there, but it's really having that plan so that each week you're saying, Hey, am I on track for my plan? And I go down even to this, even to the week. I'm like, if I know, and I'll explain this, we'll explain this here in in a minute, but if I know I need to make, let's just say $5,000 a week, to meet my $20,000 a month goal. Then if I'm getting to the midweek and I haven't have a plan or I don't know how I'm going to bring in that money, then I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? How do I generate more income? What do I need to push? It like puts you it puts you in that decision making spot, which is so important as a business owner to keep pushing cuz you know, Lindsay and I we we have said this a million times, but nobody is going to push your business forward except for you. Mm-hmm. No one's going to care that much. Nobody's going to want it to be bigger or better, more refined than it is now, except for you. So you're really going to have to put yourself in the driver's seat for that. And that's what this roadmap hopefully was going to do. And I I also feel like this roadmap drives what the example you just said is like, if you're not going to hit that $5,000 a week goal to find something else, I find myself so many times during the day saying like, am I making money right now? Like, is this task making Mm -hmm. me money? Like, and I'm specifically Mm -hmm. talking about myself and sometimes it's no, but it is something that's 
absolutely has to happen, right? Like we're short on staffing. I have to fill in somewhere or, you know, but for me, I'm looking at like, how do I drum up more business and how do you, and we're going to dig into this with these different income streams and and, and breaking those down. But I think having a plan in place really gives you focus and does give you drive in your business. Mm -hmm. 100%. So in the show notes, you can go and click is, is that yeah, how we're, we're going to give it to one of the download? Google, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a Google Sheet download. Mm-hmm. Download yep. in the show yep. notes. So what you can do is go to the show notes, download this Google Sheet, and from there it'll give you a just a very simple template to start plugging and playing your own numbers. So what you can do is if you want to stop, go get that sheet, come back with us. We're going to kind of walk through it a little bit too, or you can you know revisit this episode when you get a chance to sit down too. So it's it will just give you a very nice template to get started. So one quick basically, note, sorry, do, one quick yes. note. When they do, when you go click on this link, you have to save it as a copy. So you can't request yeah. to to have access to the link. It's a locked link. So you have to create, you have to make your own copy to in order to do that. We'll yeah. have that on there, but sometimes people get tripped up with that. So just so you know. Mm-hmm. So all right, Chan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Lindsay and I both do this process. I do it all the time. I mean, I'm always looking at it. So each year I'll always say, what is my big revenue goal? And I'll always put that at the top. Like, this is my revenue goal for the year. And this is what I want to do. In this example, we're using 100K. And then I typically, and this is something that you can do, especially if you're getting started new, list how many months that you're going to be growing flowers. This is only just to establish what that weekly sales goal is going to be. Now, is there going to be ebbs and flows? A hundred percent. And that's okay. Some months you're going to go over and some months it's going to be under. Like we all have lulls in our business and that's completely normal, but you need to be aware of where you see those lulls and then try to have a plan for next year to see what can I do to increase that. That's what knowledge is power in all of this. Um, So it's just looking at at those ups and downs and figuring it out. So for in this example, um, you would list how many months you want to grow flowers and then you can break down your sales goal weekly by knowing how much you need to bring in each month. So if your roadmap says that you want to make $100,000 and you grow for six months, then you've got a monthly goal of sixteen dollars to $17,000 per month. So weekly, that's about $4,000 a week. Okay. So you're just breaking down a basic, a basic goal that will give you just like a baseline, basically. Am I above or am I below this? And that's a way to simplify it in our brain. Cause a lot of times I'll even find myself, I don't know if you do this, Lindsay, I'll be like, okay, so I know this is my weekly goal. So where am I with that? Like, I know, okay, I have this many bouquets going to market, you know, Mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'm somewhere close. You know, so a lot of times I'm looking at that as I'm doing my tasks throughout the day. Okay. So next you there's a spot where you can list out all your different revenue streams. So I would I would do this for where you're at right now. So list everything that you that you do right now. Examples of revenue streams: C, a CSA, farmers market bouquets, wholesale bouquets, florist sales, you pick jars. Um, depending on what your business looks like, if you just sell to a wholesaler, 
Maybe it's wholesale bunches. Mm-hmm. And then you can take take kind of like a an in-between number, like some kind of average number and apply it to that. So what I will do is list all of your revenue streams and then assign a weekly quantity to each revenue stream. For example, for me, if I have a seasonal CSA and I have 30 shares, I know that generally that I make those bouquets at $20. So now 30 times 60 is a weekly income of $600 for that revenue stream. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, Lindsay? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's your one revenue stream. Now work through each one of your revenue streams. Like the next one would be a good example. I have this in my own is florists. So the quantity number you would assign to that for me, what I do is I say, I want to have three florists order X number of product. So in this case, if you want each florist to order $200 a week, then that would be three times $200, $600 towards that monthly goal and continue on through your revenue streams just like that. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you're looking at this and you're saying, well, I don't, I can't just magically come up with, you know, 30 shares. I have nine, you know, or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. That's fine. Play with where you are. So this helps you sort of plan, right? Where we started at the beginning is just saying like, know where you are currently, like what are you selling? How much are you bringing in? Put those numbers down and then look at really what areas are making you money. Where do you have potential for growth? And then focus your energy on that. doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you need to go in here and add a CSA, do a farmer's market, you know, grocery store, do all those, the florist sales, you know, agritourism, but Mm -hmm. write all your current revenue streams down and then look at like, where could you build on that? And, um, Mm -hmm. I, we keep saying this, but it's like, I want to encourage you to like push yourself, right. To, to see Mm -hmm. it. I think sometimes it's helpful to see it on paper, uh, to, to have it right in front of you. And, and see how that numbers work out. But if it's intimidating to you, back it off, back it to 50,000, back mm-hmm. it to, if it's your first yeah. season, back it to 25. Like just get yes. yourself a sales goal and put those numbers down and be, you know, gives you a kind of a plan or like we said, we're calling it a roadmap to get you into the next season to kind of increase. There's a huge piece of this puzzle that we aren't talking about yet that we're actually going to talk about next week, mm-hmm. the expenses, right? Because I'm sure you guys are listening like, yeah, okay, 100K, but how much are you making? You know, that's that's always what gets – that always comes up, you know. And I'm always very cautious, and Shannon and I say this all the time, mm-hmm. is that we don't have all the answers for you. We're just trying to give you the tools to help you figure this yes. stuff out yourself. So I, I would be yeah. cautious of anybody telling you stuff – you know, flowers that are the most profitable or, you know, things that you, you shouldn't grow because they're, they cost you money. And it's like, well, Shannon and I are a perfect example of polar opposites on some of this. Okay. Because my florists, I'm selling like 50 bunches a week this week to wholesalers of zinnias. Okay. Shannon's like her designers don't buy that stuff at all. Mm -hmm. I sell sunflowers like they're going out of style. You know, I make yeah. out like I can't sell a sunflower. Yeah, to a, to yeah. a florist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I make out like mm-hmm. a fat rat. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's you. <laughs> as far as like the somebody telling you what to grow or you know anything like that, Shannon and I, tr- we really, really try to just give you these are the tools. 
you plug in what works for you because her your market's completely different than mine. And we're both yeah. in Ohio. We're two hours apart, you know? Mm-hmm. And so and it's gonna be the same, yeah. it's gonna be the same for you guys too. So mm-hmm. And even if what this exercise can also provide you, and this is just a real life example of something I did in the off season. So for me, I did my roadmap and I saw that I had a gap with my florist. Like it's more that I really haven't invested the time and effort into like playing their game, essentially meeting them, going through the pricing, like doing all that kind of stuff. So because I saw that gap, I'm like, I'm going to invest time in this because this is somewhere that we can grow. This is like an untapped kind of revenue stream still. I just haven't dedicated the time to it. So for me, um, what I, I would make a goal, like let's just say five florists and I want to spend and I want them to spend $250 a week. Well, now that I have that goal and I'm feeling like, okay, that's it's a good goal. It's not like out of reach, but it's a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm depending on the florist. So for me, it's like, okay, if my goal is $250 a week for a florist, when my florist calls and places a $200 order, I'm going to try to get them to that $50. Because I know it really, that extra $50 to get me to that $250. I'm like, well, what color is your wedding? Because I might have some other things. And then they'll tell me the palette. And then I'm like, well, I have some really beautiful I don't know, celosia or that would go great with that. And so I'm like really trying, I know it really like, it seems silly maybe just to like try to push for that extra 50, but I really do feel like where you're going to see the big difference in your business is those little pushes. Because for me, it's that extra $50 times five florists. So not $250 extra a week, Mm -hmm. just from that little extra push, like that extra upsell, that extra, well, hey, wait, what about this? And that's $250 a week. So for me, times four, you know, that's an extra $1,000 a month and it adds up, you know. So I really try to, I do really do look at my job with my florist like a sales job. So I've kind of had to reframe my, the way that I think about it because I really am selling them product. So that's pictures, over communication, all that kind of stuff that they need. But for me, it's like, I'm really going to push for that $250 because that's where I need them to be financially for this to all work. So, and you can see those gaps in your business. That's just kind of like a real life example. And you're going to see that like when you lay this all out, you're going to be like, dang, that revenue stream's only making X number and it feels low. Like I could definitely do more, but it's just seeing it is like the important piece to all of this. And so- an example of how I used it last year, it's the mm-hmm. Shannon and I literally use the same structure. Like it's a very, we lay this out just like we're showing you here. Her and I both use the same thing to play with numbers. And so when I was looking at mine, I wanted to increase my top line revenue by a certain percentage. And so what I was able to go back and look at is where, what's trending so from last year, mm-hmm. what what had momentum and my Christmas yeah. season, we track separate, it had some momentum. My agritourism was up like 300% from the previous year. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense for me. So what my goal was, I was able to look at how do I increase, we were trying to grow or trying to grow like a 25% margin, which is very lofty, okay? It's aggressive mm-hmm. in, from a business standpoint. But what I wanted to do was I didn't want to increase labor. So I was looking at areas where how do I increase by 25% and still maintain with what we have, not burn out my staff, not burn out me. Mm-hmm. How do I hit these goals? 
and kind of go with the momentum. So I was able to see it laid out in front of me of like, this was last year. And then I'm able to plug in with looking at my agritourism. And it's as simple as looking at like, okay, we're going to add in an extra sunset you pick. How much does that typically generate for us? Right. And you plug that number in. We dropped our summer CSA. So that got taken out. Mm-hmm. You can really just shift what your whole season can tentatively look like right in front of you by just playing around with some, some different, you know, ideas. And it's very helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, any of, there's always a gamble with the retail agritourism side, right? You could have a rain, it gets rained out. Yeah. The retail world is just funny. It's, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's slow for no dang reason. It's like the most beautiful day ever. And there's nobody like hardly anybody in the field. And I'm like, what? You know, it's like, they're probably at the demolition derby. Okay. So (laughs) it's, you know, so it's a very visual Mm -hmm. way to kind of restructure. So I use that early in the season to help build my budget. And that also helps me to know, like, you know, eventually, uh, you know, maybe it's just even paying yourself, but it's like paying an employee. Can I afford to take a little chunk of this? And we're going to talk expenses next week with you. Uh, cause I, that's, the other piece of this puzzle is is yeah the the yeah. expense side and how we make this all work so yeah and if you're listening to your customers like too you're going to be able to look at your revenue streams and be like geez i really know i could increase here with no problems like yeah. maybe you have a 30 person csa or let's just say 15 and you're selling that out like you had no problem i'm like you you need to up that a little bit and see and it's like okay if in order for me to produce X number of bouquets, I'm going to need help. I'm going to need more time of my own time dedicated. And that that will allow you to have a clearer vision of what the expense side is going to look like. But you got to have this roadmap. Map. You need to put the big dream down. Not the, not the dream that's like too far out. <laughs> but you need to be like, okay, this is what I want it to look like. That way you can play with your numbers. And if something's draining the life out of you, you're like, okay, I absolutely hated this. And I don't like, let's just say you don't want to do Christmas stuff or whatever. Because I have a love hate with Christmas, but I mostly love it, kind of hate it. But um, (laughs) it will allow you to like play with your numbers. Like, okay, what does it look like if I take out Christmas? And then what else can I make up with that in order to either, in, in order to increase that profitability of my business in, in its whole. And you're going to see like little spots too. You'll be like, wow, we could do that more efficiently. And that would be a lot easier if we did it this way. And it might take like little investments to get there, but you're going to have such a clearer view about what you need. And that this exercise is so important. It's just, it's incredible. Really, when you do it, you're going to be like, wow, I see things so clearly. And it's just so important to do that um, as you put on your business hat and take off the grower's hat for a little bit. I want your dream and the goal to kind of scare you a little bit. I want you to feel yes. a little zap yeah. like you've just been up against electric fence because that that's the spark though that kind of keeps driving you. I mean, we still do that with goal setting. I know you do it too, Sham, where it's like, we want a dream. We have big dreams for the podcast. We've got big dreams for mm-hmm. our own personal farms and you know, dialing those things in. And you just mentioned it, but about finding a way to save money or make money. And and that's one of the things that I said in the beginning, I feel excited about for next year because I have found mm-hmm. some ways 
where there's some waste where I did it with my with our CSA this year, okay? So we increased the price of our subscriptions. So I was looking at my CSA. I'm like, I want that number up, but we're we're only growing marginally. The CSA is growing every year, but it's not growing like mm-hmm. it did, you know, year two to three. It's not like doubling, yes. right? Where I was like, oh mm-hmm. my God, you know, and jumping. So it's yeah. it's incremental. And so I looked at like, I really want that CSA number to be more. And so how mm-hmm. I increased the price of our subscriptions because they get a lot more with the subscription. They're and we also decided to I just we, I don't know who we is, I decided to give them a bigger bouquet. So they get a premium bouquet and it's worth more. It didn't cost me that much more to add in a few more stems. So I planned for that in my crop plan. Yeah. But ultimately, we sold a handful more shares, you know, the the tracking percentage that we had been, which was like, you know, 10% growth and increased it the value wise and made a big leap at the end of the day. And so mm-hmm. um, those are the sort of things where you can tweak, but you can't really see any of that stuff where you can't push it a little bit because our CSA yeah. is $35 now yeah. per bouquet. So, you know, that then it adds quite a bit when you're talking $15 per share. And these people are super invested in our farm. So I just able to see those income yeah. streams in a different way now by seeing them out in front of you. So I would... I would really encourage you to be a little bit terrified of putting a hundred thousand down, but just do it, do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking before this too, like, you know, full disclosure from our, our farms too. Cause honestly we do share with you guys very honestly, a lot of our financial figures and stuff like that. And it's scary, but it's still good. Cause we want you a, it's like, I mean, we all scroll through Instagram and I see the people who are like flower farming, like with the easy button. Like, oh, this is easy to do. We're never saying it's easy, but the real life example of what this roadmap map looks like to get to 100K was year three, year four for Lindsay and I, you know? So it's not like if you're just getting started and you want a roadmap to 100K, by all means do it. But like realistically from two girls who are growing their businesses and working full-time jobs that's what it looked like for us, three to four years. Now, if you can hop in full time and you have the time to dedicate to growing it like crazy, then you can make that sooner probably. Mm-hmm. And it's it can be what you want. And a part of it is like putting the intention out into the world yep. that that's what you want. Yes. And it's so important. So that, that's kind of like the full disclosure from our it, – it wasn't – this is not instantaneous. There is no easy button in what we do because it's not easy. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> It's not. No. And in your markets, it's like not. I've said, like there's somebody probably listening. I There's many of you listening to this podcast right now like, yeah, Lindsay, I'm four hours from a target. You know, they're even in a smaller yeah. market or different market. Oh, and hell. So, oh, wow. <laughs> Shannon's a nightmare. How could you? I don't know. I don't know. I've adjusted. Okay. I know. What's, what's honestly is surprising <laughs> that I've adjusted because I lived by a target for so long. And then it's oh like to God. go back when I, I moved home. Yeah. I know I do love a Target. I really do, but it's financially better. It's how I can afford yes. to run this farm. Yeah. <laughs> but there's somebody sitting out there in a much smaller market than me. And so I get that. And we just like we just want to be here to encourage you to just share with you know how we got there. And kind of break this down for you so it feels like it's not this huge, overwhelming thing, 
for you to yeah. tackle because it's not. I yeah. promise you can absolutely do it. It really isn't. Yes. And even if you just look like go into it like, okay, I'm going to go and download the spreadsheet. I'm going to listen to Lindsay and Shannon. I'm going to go do this. And I'm just going to screw around with the numbers. Mm -hmm. Like what could it look like? Like I'm going to take everything that I know and right now about my business, I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to really see things clearly. And then I'm going to be like, hey, I know from my daily activities that this is somewhere I could grow. Or geez, I can't believe that's so low. That would be an easy, sometimes like no brainer Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, like, oh, if I just maybe try to sell my florist, you know, 50 extra dollars, then I could get to this goal. Yeah. And that's a big deal. So sometimes it's like things that we don't even think, you know. So and maybe it's increasing your CSA share 10 bucks. Maybe it's – and you're getting there. You're going to get there. You just have to kind of screw around with that. So don't put too much pressure on it. But but really, I hope that you take it and you're like, okay, this is really cool and I'm seeing my – seeing my business more clearly mm-hmm. and then you really start looking at how can i how can i become just ingrained with that weekly habit of looking at my business and if you get anything from this please start looking at your business weekly monthly whatever feels good to you i'm find you psych- a little psycho buddy. about it find a little accountability buddy <laughs> yes. in the insiders yes. There are so many people out there that are want to connect with another flower farmer across the country. Mm -hmm. I mean, find somebody to connect with to hold you accountable because yeah, you what what, you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna start plugging in. I noticed you didn't have weddings on there. They're gonna plug in full service. I didn't even put weddings, but they're gonna put full service (laughs) weddings and they're gonna be like, there is eight grand. You you chunk away at that pretty quick. (laughs) Ten weddings, yes. A couple farmers markets, like. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like I didn't include a lot of different things. And like when when you download the roadmap, because I know you're gonna go do it, you will see that I'm only including six months of growing. Some people do like for us, like we do more than six months worth of like business. Mm-hmm. So I this is not including like Christmas stuff. This is not including tuber if you sell your tubers. It's not including to me, it's not even really including tulip season. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of more just like ranunculus, like kind of getting in there. So it all depends on your zone. So that months of growing is like it's it's gonna it's gonna change depending on where you're at and what you're doing. But you know, or if you can just say, geez, if I could just figure out how to add two more months of growing, then I could get mm-hmm. to my goal. And all those are numbers that you can play with. Yep. So that's part of the fun. Yep. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. So next week on the podcast, we're gonna be looking into expenses, which is where your business survives or dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cash eating machines, man. I've got some, I've got some woes to share in that one. I'm pretty oh, raw gosh, about yeah. that. So we'll share, we'll share all the yeah. mistakes we made and we'll, we'll talk to you again about how you need to have a, a weekly <laughs> accounting <laughs> check-in. <laughs> We're going to be harping on that, but that'll be, yeah. that'll help you kind of settle out some of this and get in some good habits with uh, with your expenses too. So yeah. And just thinking, you know, even like in past episodes, like I know we talk a lot about profit first, a lot of, again, talking about seeing your business so clearly profit. If you are following the profit first method of, of kind of your accounting and how you look at that and the way that you move money into accounts, we do have an episode on profit first. If you join the insiders, we have some old downloads when we first started because our first month of the insiders is all about reading profit first. But that's another piece of the puzzle 
that will allow you to see your business a little bit clearer. So I recommend if you have not done that, you can go back and listen to that episode. If you're with us in the Insiders currently and don't know what I'm talking about, it would be in kind of like the financial category of the Insiders when you log in. Um, the business side, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, business. in the business side. And and yeah, and we and we have some information there when we did our book study. So um, that that's a really good piece too. All like little pieces of the puzzle that will help you figure out all of this mm-hmm. craziness some that that good episodes. You may rip them mm-hmm. off. I just looked at yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. So good. yes, profit. If you, episode number eight, clear back. We do a spill the dirt, but it's turning a profit. We talk about when we turn a profit. We share our like early mm-hmm. years in that episode. Episode eight. So episode 38 and 39. So 38 is revenue is vanity, profit is sanity. I'm pretty sure that's with is that with uh yeah, that yeah, that's profit yeah, first. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, that's profit. That's the profit first one. So 38. And then episode 39 is okay. So episode 39 is prioritize profit with these habits. So we talk about in that episode some of the, our weekly mm-hmm. habits. So we're telling you these things that you should be doing. If you want to hear what those habits are, we break all of those down in episode 39 for you. So go back 8, 38, and 39. As soon as you're done with this one, go back and listen to them. They're good. Yeah. And then we'll be digging into expenses next week, budgeting expenses, um, that whole piece. And then when you put them together, hopefully you have a profit (laughs) at the end of the year. Yay! That's the goal, people. <laughs> why we're we here. We work way too hard. Yes. <laughs> that is why we're here. So, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you loved it. We really, truly like love doing this for you guys. It really is so fun. And sometimes it's good reminders for us too. So that that that's the best part. Like sometimes when we're talking to you, like sometimes we're also talking to ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're what we need to tell ourselves sometimes and that's okay too. So thank you so much. If you really gained a lot of knowledge and inspiration, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a Friday episode, especially next Friday's episode. So if you like this one, you're going to like next Friday with the expenses and a lot of you have been sharing us on your Instagram stories. Like if we have a new episode, you'll share it. And it's the sweetest thing. So it really means a lot if you get to share us with your friends. So if you have a flower farming friend or a farming friend or a business friend that needs to hear this little episode, if you sh- if you shared it with them, that would be awesome. So thank you for doing that. I know a lot of you have been giving us little shout outs over at The Dirt on Flowers, which is our Instagram handle. You can communicate, talk to us cheer us on, criticize us, do whatever you want over there. No, don't criticize. <laughs> We're in the messages. No, nobody's criticizing. <laughs> okay, guys. Hey, thanks for being here. We really love that we get to ride along with you as you grow your farms. It's the coolest thing that we get to do. So we'll see you at the same time, same place next week, and we're talking expenses. Bye, guys. Bye.